Hey girl, today we are tackling part two of eating your way through your emotions. Do you ever feel like every time you're overcome with an emotion, you immediately go to your comfort, which is typically food? Do you use food to drown your sorrows, make you feel quote unquote better, or use it just to, to mark out the reality of what's happening in your life? Well, this way of living is not one of joy and peace, right? But inward shame, sadness, and pain. And I've lived it and I feel as though so many other people are living it. Today in this episode, I want to talk a little bit more in depth of the last two steps. We started for the first two steps a week ago in episode 90. And I want to talk about how you can use some practical advice to move forward from using food as always as your comfort, something that you maybe have always done your whole life and really help you begin to walk in the freedom that God wants for you. So stick with me and let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast. She breaks free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. So before we dive in today, I want to say thank you so much for all of you who listen. And uh, I want to thank a recent reviewer, uh, The Vertical Relationship Show, for dropping a review on my Apple podcast. Coming from a fitness and me medical background, I appreciate the helpful tips this podcast gives to listeners. Tara is transparent about changing your relationship with food, fitness, and diets. Thanks so much. Blessings. I so appreciate the reviews and taking the time. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's dive in today, these last two steps for eating your way through your emotions. This is part two. So if you haven't listened to part one, that's episode 90. This is um, what we're going to dive into today. You know, there was only one time in my life that I avoid food in an emotional crisis. Every other, this is really the one thing that has stood out to me is, you know, all the other times I just would run straight to food, to comfort, to fill, to really help me through the, the emotional piece of that. And the only one time that I didn't, I don't know what the difference was, but I think it was the fact that my stomach was so upset because I was in so much emotional turmoil. Like I truly and honestly was just, it was so upset. I didn't even want to, I just didn't have an appetite. And that really was foreign to me. But how did I, how did this change for me? How did I go from constantly running to food to that not being my first go-to? Now I'm going to admit I'm human, right? There are times when I go in an emotional eat, but it is so far less than what it used to be. And I don't feel the shame around that anymore. It's not something that consumes me, but how did I do this? You know, lots of prayer, Lots of reps, using this term, lots of repetitions is, is relational to time in the gym, right? The repetitions that we do with our squats or repetitions that we do with our push-ups. Reps make us stronger. And when we're practicing things in our life, when we're practicing behavior change, when we're practicing doing the things that are trying to help us grow, 
we've got to get the reps in. We've got to understand that it's not going to happen in one or two two times that we've tried. It's going to happen when we do things over and over and over and over and over again, right? That's when things become easier is when we get those reps in. You know, I was definitely, I'm definitely at a place and, and learned to become at a place where I was healthier emotionally working through things that allowed me to address the emotions that I, that I had maybe suppressed for so many years, recognizing and understand that the comfort of food is so temporary, like it is so temporary. And this for me was really a big change in my mindset that, you know, looking at food as, okay, I'm going to feel good in that moment. But then 20 minutes after I dive into all of that, I'm going to feel so sick and chances are I'm going to feel ashamed and guilty and frustrated that I just did all that. So understanding that our emotions are what they are. God gave us our emotions and, you know, how do we deal with those? And let's, let's talk about these last two steps. So steps three and four. Well, the first step, let's just review is recognize them, right? We've got to recognize what the emotions are. What are we feeling in the, in the moment? Then the second thing is to name the emotion. What is the exact emotion that you're, that you're dealing with, that you're struggling with? Are you angry? Are you sad? You might, you might come across as, as a little bit disappointed, but when you dive down into it, maybe it's the fact that you're angry about something. And so you really have to be able to recognize them and name them. So the last two steps, the step three is to then we've got to begin to deal with them, right? We deal with them on a macro level. Lots of times we just kind of look at the big picture and overseeing this, this place that we are in our day or, you know, not really looking way further back into the depths of what could really be the root cause. So we kind of look at them on a macro level, looking them from a high view of this is what's happening. I am sad today. And I don't really know why. I just, I know I'm sad. So you recognize it on a macro level. The next piece would then be to, okay, why am I feeling sadness right now? What What is going on in the depths of my heart? And, you know, sometimes it just comes to just spending time in prayer. God, I don't know why I'm feeling this way today. I ask that you would just reveal to me, reveal to my heart, reveal to my mind what is going on. I cannot pinpoint the reason why I'm feeling this way. And, you know, if there's a lot of emotional things that, that have happened in your life, a lot of trauma, lots of things that you really have never dealt with, you've got to go see a counselor. You've got to go seek out somebody that can really help you work through the traumatic experiences in your life because you'll never be free from that. If you don't ever face it, deal with it and ask God to heal you from it, you know, you're never going to be able to really be in freedom. You're always going to be trying to, to mask or to fill your life with other things if you haven't faced that. So I encourage you to go seek out a professional counselor that can really truly, truly help you through and guide you in that process of coming out of traumatic experiences and things that have really impacted your life. And, you know, if you're at a place where you feel like you, you have managed those things, or maybe you haven't experienced really traumatic things in your life, but yet there's still things that, you know, whether it's been broken relationships or, um, 
you know, a severed relationship with your, your with your parents or or a loss of a of a loved one or you know, a loss of a job or you know, whatever it might be, nothing maybe traumatic in terms of things in your childhood that have kind of blocked you emotionally, but these other things can really have an impact if you don't deal with them. So I encourage you to do the work to deal with your emotions because food is never going to fix it, right? It's not. So we got to understand that and realize that. Step four is to learn from them. How, how do we learn from our emotions? How do we learn from our reactions to our emotions? When you face your emotions, it really allows you to learn more about who you are and really about where you want to go. Do you want to stay in this? Do you want to sit in this? Do you want to work through it and get better because of it? You know, like I said before, I mean, God, God gave us our emotions, but they, they waver, right? They are our feelings. They change constantly. And so we really can't rely on them to dictate where we want to go in our life, but we can use them to help us grow and to get stronger, not only uh, get stronger in our faith, but in our mindset, allowing God to, to use the times that we address this to draw us closer to him. You know, a lot of times there are things in our life that, that God uses if we would just recognize you know, we, we are weak. I am weak. And so when, when things in my life happen, a lot of times I, I really wouldn't look at it as an opportunity for God to, to, for me to come closer to God. But the, the older that I get, the, the, the more that I'm walking in my faith journey, if the reality is these things that happen in our days, our daily, the daily struggles, the daily hurdles that, that are thrown into our path, it is an opportunity for us to come before the King, to come before the creator of the universe and share our hearts. Like he wants that from us and he wants us to, to be surrendered to the fact that we are fully dependent on him. And just in this last week, uh, I just have come to this realization that, you know, in, in previous years, even in previous months, when I feel overwhelmed, food is my comfort, the overwhelmed of all the stuff on your plate. But you know, that feeling in your heart, like that anxious feeling, like I'm so overwhelmed and just this rushing through the day, rushing through, feeling this rushing in your body, in your mind, like you just have to keep moving and get things done quickly. I just realized last week that, you know, in my quiet times with God, that he has brought me to a place of learning how to abide in him daily, learning how to abide in him when the busyness around me is so, feels so out of control that I can totally and fully be at peace in my heart. And it's a, it's like, it's a game changer. You know, it is truly the way that we need to be walking through our days, like just abiding in him and knowing that if we're holding his hand, you know what? He knows, he knows what the next thing is. We don't need to worry about it as long as we're holding holding his hand. But it's when I try to do things in my own effort that overwhelm comes. And then here I go, I'm re going to the pantry and I'm trying to fill whatever that is, that overwhelmed feeling with, I need some comfort. So I'm going to go eat. And the more that we transition that time to asking God to show you the areas that I need healing, to sh show me the places 
that I need to depend on you. Like he's, he shows up, he will show up. He's done that for me. He'll do it for you. Emotions and food have nothing in common, right? They have nothing in common. They're completely separate there. You know, food is not good and bad emotions. They're going to, they're going to be all over the place sometimes, depending on what we're going through in our life. And food has nothing to do with that. We are the ones that, that go towards that to help fill us, but it really sets us up for the cycle again. It doesn't provide anything for us. It, it might provide that tempor temporary feeling of comfort, but the reality is it doesn't because we come right back to it, right? That cycle just keeps going. So practical advice, right? And I know that it sounds really simple and easy, and it's not because especially if we're people who like to be in control, right? Is to trust him and less in food, right? This, this may, make this your prayer, speak it over yourself. God, I want to trust you more than I trust food. Help me to bring food off the pedestal. Help me to bring food down away from this place that I've put it up high, that I go to it. I run to it when I need comfort when I need to mask, when I need to drown myself in something else besides the feelings that I'm having right now. God, help me to trust you and not in food to satisfy me. Make that prayer and 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 just repeat it. I have it on repeat in your heart and in your mind. There are specific scriptures that um, you can pray and speak over yourself. And, you know, I can't tell you how much how beneficial it is to speak the truth over yourself. And, you know, God's word is alive and active. I heard somebody say, you know, the Bible is alive if, if, if you just let it talk to you. And it is so true. I do want to share one section of scripture here with you. It's in Psalms and you may have heard it before, but sometimes, you know, when you read God's word, it, it can come, come alive in different periods of our life. But Psalms 139 is a great, great book of the Bible. The last two verses say, search me, God, and know my heart. Put me to the test and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any hurtful way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. This is a great scripture to help you determine like what your emotions are, right? Search me, God, help me help me to know what my anxious thoughts are. Show me what that is. See if there's any, any way in me that is hurtful. God, and show me and lead me in your way, in the everlasting way. And again, that's Psalms 139, 23 through 24. Um, another great scripture is Isaiah 30, verse 21. And it says, Another great truth to, to kind of write on the, on the walls of your heart. It says, your ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left, God, show me the way to walk and help me to walk in it. I pray that these two verses are verses that you will put uh, in the depths of your heart, that you will write on the walls of your mind that you were put on note cards and put that around so that you can see those daily. That's Psalm 139, 23 through 24, Isaiah 30, 21. And allow God to really show you in those moments when you're feeling overcome by emotion, overcome by overwhelm, overcome by anxiousness, whatever it might be for you, 
that food is not the answer, that God is. Read your Bible. It's going to talk to you. I, I promise you, speak these over yourself. Read them, memorize them. Emotions shouldn't be avoided. Obviously, we've got to be able to deal with them. Be encouraged that recognizing them, naming them, dealing with them, and learning from them is your way towards freedom. Let's set our hearts towards freedom. And I just pray right now that God would speak straight to your heart through this and that you would truly find the freedom that you need. I encourage you to reach out to me, Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietdishing.com. Would love to pray for you, hear your story, and certainly help guide you wherever you might need guidance. You can also come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free, and would love to connect with you there. God bless and take care. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.